You are listening to the audio preaching podcast from Heritage Baptist Church in Corpus Christi, Texas, led by Pastor Johnny Che. Our church is dedicated to serving Jesus Christ and reaching the world by going forward with the gospel. We pray that you will be helped and blessed by this message from God's Word. Proverbs 13, and we are going to read one of the more popular verses from this chapter, verse 20. And from verse 20, we will receive our principle for the family and the home tonight. He that walketh with wise men shall be wise, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. Your present companionship will predict your future. Your present companionship will predict your future. A preacher said about companionship, there are few matters about which we should be more careful, and there are few about which many of us are more careless. But we are made or marred according to our choice of companions. Lord, I ask that you would bless the preaching of your word and that we would open our hearts to it by your Holy Spirit so that all of us could be brought to a point of decision. Demand a point of decision from us before we leave. And we ask this according to the name of your son who we love so very much. But Lord, if we love you, we will keep your commandments. So let us not sit here tonight as we would sit in a concert to enjoy a few words and a few songs and then leave unchanged. Holy Spirit, please bind us to your word until we make a decision for you. Lord, as Jacob held on to the angel and said, I will not let you go until you bless me. Father, we give you permission to hold on to us And tell us, I will not let you go until you change. Lord, let the decision be made from our hearts and for the right purpose. And we ask this in your name. Amen. Thank you. You may be seated. I suspect for this to be a simple and short message. I'd like to preach a short message tonight. I'd also like to be a millionaire. But the verse we just read contains only 17 words that take maybe a little more than five seconds to read. Now, everybody that you see looking down is somebody who doesn't trust their preacher. 17 words, huh? We'll see about that. So I'll give you the next 10 seconds to go ahead and check my math because some of you are not going to listen until you know it's 17 words. You have five seconds left. We are correct? 17 words. I do not see the need in taking what God can say in six seconds and wrapping it in a message that takes an hour. It is in God's character to wrap large truths in small packages. It is in man's character to take small truths and wrap them in long messages. I believe that I could simply state the principle tonight and dismiss. I believe that. I could state the principle and dismiss. And if you promised to devote 
one minute of serious thought to the principle, you would see its value and you would leave here changed. Therefore, I'm going to state the principle right at the beginning, and all I give to you, hopefully, is just an ignition for a fire that needs to burn throughout the night and throughout the week, because what I'm going to tell you tonight is crucial to your life. It is a crucial principle to the family and the home. If this message is short, do not take its brevity as a sign of its lack of importance. It is very important. The principle God gives us in this verse has the power to give you a wonderful life and to spare you from a horrible life. You can get a lot of things wrong in your life and still live well. We're case in point of that. You can get a lot of things wrong in your life and still live well. Not this principle. You cannot get this principle wrong. Ignore this principle and I assure you the countdown to destruction of your life has already begun. Good thing is you hold the detonator and you can stop it at any time. I also assure you that if you follow this principle, the countdown to your growth has already begun. Here is the principle of Proverbs 13, 20. I've worded it in this way. Choose your peers, choose your pressure. Choose your peers, choose your presser. I'm gonna make five statements about that principle and I'm gonna do my best to apply it along the way. Statement number one, for those of you who are taking notes, you cannot avoid pressure. You cannot avoid pressure. Unless you are going to lock yourself in a room somewhere and never speak to anybody ever again, and while you are in that room, don't you dare think about what anybody has ever told you in the past. Don't think about anything anybody has ever told you in the past. Do not watch any TV shows. Do not watch any movies. Do not listen to the radio, for some of you who still listen to the radio. Do not listen to any podcasts. Unless you do that, completely cut yourself off from the world and stop your brain from thinking, you cannot avoid pressure. The people and things that you associate with, whether by choice or by proximity, will have an influence upon your life. You associate with your friends by choice. You associate with your coworkers by proximity. Maybe you have some friends who are coworkers, but for the most part, if they were not your coworkers, you would not be around them. You choose your friends and you associate with your friends by choice. You associate with your coworkers by proximity. You associate with your family by choice, some of you. You associate with your neighbors by proximity. When you choose to watch something on the television, when you choose a song to listen to, when you choose a program to listen to, when you choose a movie to watch or a YouTube video to watch, when you choose, um, I was going to say something really witty and I can't remember what it was. When you choose to watch or to listen to something, you are associating with those things by choice. On the other hand, if you're to walk through the mall and they're blaring their music, and you hear their conversations coming into your ears and the salesmen are calling and the advertisements are blinking, you are being associated with those things by proximity. But whether you are associating with anything by choice or by proximity, what enters into your eyes, what enters into your ears, thereby goes into your mind and it will apply pressure to you. You cannot avoid 
Pressure, statement number two. Pressure is difficult to overcome. Pressure is difficult to overcome. It's not impossible to overcome, but it is difficult to overcome. It is natural for what is being pressured to give in to the pressure being exerted upon it. It is the exception to the rule for what is being pressured to overcome what is pressuring it, especially with humanity. Mankind is prone to imitation and prone to conformity. Mankind is not prone to resistance. Hence why God has to warn his children, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. If you just let your mind go as a human, the world will pressure you into a mold in which you do not belong as a child of God. Because mankind is prone to imitation and conformity, mankind is not prone to resistance. Hence why all of us conformed to the social distancing during COVID-19. Hence why all of us followed the mask mandates. Hence why all of us followed the lockdowns. Now we didn't like it, we may have griped about it, but we all did it. Because mankind is prone to imitation, Mankind is prone to conformity. We are not prone. It is the exception to the rule for what is being pressured to overcome the pressure. Hence why one day, when a certain very charismatic political leader stands up and says, if you want to buy and trade, you need this mark. And people will line up in droves. And what we saw back in 2020 was a precursor to that. Pressure is difficult to overcome. Now, the fact that pressure is difficult to overcome is both good and bad. Because, statement number three, both positive pressure and negative pressure exist. Both positive pressure and negative pressure exist. There are people that you will meet in your life that will pressure you to do wrong. But there are also people in your life that you will meet who will pressure you to do right. There are people you will meet who will pressure you to ignore the Lord. There will also be people that you meet who will pressure you to obey the Lord. There will be people who negatively pressure you here and positively pressure you here. People who say, love this world, but people who also say, love your Lord. People who say, speak filthy words. People who say, don't say that around me, clean up your speech. People over here who say, you need to watch this latest movie. And other people who say, you need to read your Bible. People who say, you need to go for worldly counsel. Other people who say, you need to pray and fast about that. People who say, you need to dress like the world. And people over here who say, actually, you're supposed to come out and be separate. People over here who say, you will never have more fun than living in immorality. Other people who would say, you will never have more fun being able to look at the one person that God has for you and say, I kept myself for you. People over here who would say, you need to sneak around your authority. You know better than them. Other people who say, you need to follow your authority. They know better than you. People over here who say, let's talk about our authority and assassinate authority behind their back. And other people who say, why don't we just submit to authority? Other people over here who say, we need to go ahead and gossip about everybody. And other people who say, speak not evil of anybody. 
Now, since that is the case, here's what else you need to think about. The choices that you make and the words that you speak will determine what kind of pressure you give in your life. By the choices you make and the words you speak, you can either pressure people positively or you can pressure people negatively. But all companionship in this world operates either for good or for ill. Now, with that in mind, let me make this statement fourth. As a rule, negative pressure is easier to follow than positive pressure. As a rule, negative pressure is easier to follow than positive pressure. I make that statement to you to combat the prideful notion that your positive pressure upon your buddies is going to change them before their negative pressure upon you changes you. As a rule, negative pressure is easier to follow than positive pressure. Place a trained child in a room with an untrained child and leave them both alone for 30 minutes. When you come back into that room, what do you suspect you'll find? Which child will have a greater influence upon the other? Do you suspect that the trained child will have pressured the untrained child to be still and quiet and share the toys in the room? Or do you rather suspect that you are going to walk into a room where both children are acting feral? Place a pure-minded, pure-tongued, pure-spirited young person in the middle of a public school filled with vile-minded, filthy-tongued, and evil-spirited classmates who will have a greater influence upon the other. Do you suspect that, you, that the worldly kids will start thinking and speaking and acting more like the Christ-like one? Or do you rather suspect that the godly one will start thinking and speaking and acting like the worldly ones? Place a Christian in an ungodly work environment as a rule do the ungodly workers raise their standards to the level of the Christian? Or do you start finding that the Christian is lowering his standards to the level of the world? Put a godly young lady or a godly young man in a dating relationship with an ungodly man or an ungodly lady. Who is going to have more influence upon the other? Christian lady, you listen to me. You had better put aside the prideful notion that you are going to positively change him before he negatively changes you. And Christian man, you had better put away the prideful notion that you are going to positively change her before she negatively changes you. If you are to throw a white shirt into a mud puddle, the white shirt does not make the mud puddle clean. The mud puddle makes the shirt muddy. Many people have wrecked their lives while trying to fix somebody else's. Listen to me, lady. You're not Joanna Gaines. You are not going to fix up that ungodly house of a man and make him livable. Sir, you're not Chip Gaines. You are not going to fix up that ungodly house of a woman and make her beautiful. 
You are going, here's what's going to happen. You're going to invest all the substance that your heart has to give. You're going to waste years of your life. God forbid you get married to that person. And by the time you realize that house should have been condemned a long time ago, you are going to be a shell of who you used to be. Are there exceptions to the rule? Yes. Yes. But it's a very prideful thing to assume you're going to be the exception. As a rule, when people are attacked by a lion, they die. Would we agree? As a rule, when people are attacked by a lion, they die. But I guarantee you I can find some people out there who were attacked by a lion and they lived. But just because there are some people out there who were attacked by a lion and they lived, I think it would be pretty foolish of me to think, hmm, I guess lions aren't as dangerous as they thought they were. The exception to the rule proves the rule. Have you ever thought about why that makes sense? I struggled with that. We would always say that. The exception to the rule proves the rule. And I'd be like, yeah, but why? How does an exception to the rule prove the rule? Wouldn't an exception to the rule break the rule? Why do we say these things? Was it just on a fortune cookie at some point? Or, and people were like, yeah, that's cool. I want that on a bumper sticker. I want that tattooed on my arm. And let's just go ahead and say it. Okay, why does an exception to the rule prove the rule? Because when you see an exception to the rule, you have to admit right away, that is extraordinary. That is not what usually happens. It doesn't usually work in that way. And if you want to take the unusual as a reason to break the rule, you go ahead. I'm going to take the unusual as a reason to follow the rule. And by the way, that person who survived the lion attack, that, accept, that exception to the rule, he will be the first one to tell you, don't play with lions. I am not here because I'm smart. I'm here because I'm lucky. Well, I saw somebody and they started dating and, and, and he fixed her up and, and they're together. Wonderful. Let's go into the museum of thousands of wrecked lives who it did not work with. As a rule, negative pressure is easier to follow than positive pressure. It is possible to follow positive pressure, just as it is possible to row upstream. It's possible. But it is easier to follow negative pressure, just as it is easier to row downstream. One of them goes against our nature. One of them goes with our nature. Now, with that being said, with that being said, that doesn't mean that there is no hope for the untrained child, or I'm sorry, that doesn't mean there's no hope for the trained child that needs to be put in a daycare with a bunch of untrained children. That doesn't mean that there is no hope for the Christian young person who has to go to public school. That doesn't mean that there is no hope for the Christian who has to work in an ungodly work environment. The mere existence of negative pressure does not mean we are doomed to give into it. It does not mean that because just as it is true that negative pressure is easier to follow than positive pressure, this statement is also true. Statement number five, the closer the pressure, the greater the pressure. The closer the pressure, the greater the pressure. This explains how a godly young person can be surrounded by negative pressure at school 
and yet overcome that pressure by staying close to their mom and dad. This also explains how a godly young person can have years and years of proper Bible training and throw it all away by allowing one bad friend to grow closer to them than their mom and dad. Amnon had years of positive pressure from a godly mom and dad so that when he thought of Tamar, the Bible says he thought it hard to do anything unto her. But all of those years at po of positive pressure were undone because Amnon had a friend that was closer to him than his mom and dad. The closer the pressure, the greater the, the pressure. This explains how a young lady can be surrounded by temptation and advances of men and yet stay safe and overcome that negative pressure by staying close to her father and her mother. This also explains how a young lady can be raised in a godly home for years and taught the importance of purity. And she can throw it all away because she lets one smooth-talking boy get too close to her. The closer the pressure, the greater the pressure. An entire family of positive influences. Think about it. You've seen it. An entire family of positive influences struggles against one close friend. On the other hand, though, an army of negative influences struggles against one close positive influence of a godly dad or a godly mom or a pastor or a friend or a pastor's wife or a youth pastor and a youth pastor's wife or an older Christian or a sibling or an academy teacher. You cannot fathom the power of one close peer. Therefore, we have to conclude who you choose to be close to, who you choose for your companions is one of the most important choices that you will ever make. The kind of companions you choose will determine the kind of pressure you will have in your life. You can't control whether or not you have pressure. You can control who that pressure comes from. Choose your peers and you have chosen your pressure. Do you want to have positive pressure in your life? Choose positive influences. Do you want to have negative pressure in your life? Choose negative influences. But before you make that choice, heed the warning of Proverbs 13, 20. He that walketh with wise men one day shall be wise himself. But a companion of fools, not the fools, the companion of them. Fools are pretty dumb in a lot of areas, but they have a remarkable ability for survival. A companion of fools one day shall be destroyed. Choose to be close to positive peers. They will pressure you in a positive way, and he that walketh with wise men shall be wise. 
choose to be close with negative peers, they, were, they will indulge, they will simply indulge your natural tendency for wrong. And any person, young or old, with such foolish companions will be destroyed. So I have a question for you. Who do you want to be when you grow up? We always ask our kids that. I'm asking you. Who do you want to be when you grow up? Do you want to be a wise person? Or do you want to be a destroyed person? I will predict your future. Show me who your friends are. Who do you want to be when you grow up? It will all depend on which kind of pressure you allow to influence you. Choose your peers. Choose your pressure. And choose wisely. Just because they're in church doesn't mean they're positive. Just because they say they're Christian doesn't mean they're positive. The Bible says, Go from the presence of a foolish man when you perceive in him not the words of knowledge. So you're hanging out with somebody at church and they say, You know what? There's something going on at church that I just don't agree with and I want to talk to you about it. Out. Did you hear what so-and-so did the other day? Stupid. Out. Don't put up with it. Show me your friends today. I'll show you who you will be tomorrow. Choose wisely. Two decisions that I am calling on you to make tonight. And one question that I want to ask you before we're done. Decision number one, choose wise peers. You know what a wise person is? Somebody who would rather be right than popular. You know who a wise person is? Someone who would rather be right than successful. Someone who is more interested in keeping Jesus than keeping anything else. That is a wise person. Choose wise peers. Decision number two, lose foolish ones. Lose them. Because one day, they're going to be walking around just fine and you're going to be destroyed. And then the question I have, what kind of peer are you? Thank you for listening to our audio preaching podcast. For more information about our ministries, or if you would like to get in contact with us, please visit our website at heritagebaptistcctx.org. May God bless you as you go forward with the gospel this week.